and I'm not sure if I told you this, but so I'm I'm walking along. We've we've we're gonna put together uh, these meals in bamboo um, stalks for mm -hmm. the moon bears. And I'm the only person there visiting, and this woman and I are walking along with the crate, and this bright yellow snake goes slithering in between us and up the tree. And I'm like, oh, okay, that was uh, good timing that it went like through us instead of on us. Mm -hmm. And and we get there and we're putting this stuff together. And she looks at me and she says, you know, um, that snake wasn't poisonous. It's only poisonous at night. It's only what? Only poisonous at night. Yeah, that was the... <laughs> she didn't want me to be scared. And I'm like, uh lady it's poisonous during the day too. <laughs> welcome to the completely ever after for old case podcast we're your hosts lissa and marissa Distant cousins who take on distant cases. Come with us as we explore the crimes of legendary tales of the past. We are fourth cousins, but in the world of Jews, that could mean double second cousins too. Anyway, we take all cold cases, even the really old ones, seriously. No stone unturned. Now that being said, we're not comedians, just naturally funny Jews. It's literally in our DNA. Hey, cuz, what's up? Hey, I uh, I found this story and I'm in a, it's gotten me in a kind of a, what you want to call it? A murdery mood. Ooh. Murdery, yeah. Well, we were watching a murder documentary last night. So uh, yeah, I'm up So for you're it. already primed and ready. Well, that's perfect. Primed. Now, primed. Th this one I do have some issues with. Okay. Namely, I'm not really sure. So, some of the perpetrators, I'm not really sure if the crime they committed is murder or if it's justifiable homicide. Um, if it Ooh. is murder, then this person would probably be considered a mass murder because any type of, or, or serial killer, because any type of, um, well, so the definition of mass murder is a killer who kills at least three people in one, one setting. Whereas a serial killer is someone who kills okay. at least repeatedly. three people repeatedly. Right. So once you hit that gotcha. number, you become, you have that, that extra right. title. Um, it just depends on the order and the number gotcha. of people killed at one time versus separately. So this person would both be, you know, there's someone here who would both be a serial killer and a mass. Well, actually, no, I take, I take it back just a mass murderer. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. But I'm not, but I'm, since I'm not sure on whether this person would be convicted based on, on the intent, mm. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Yeah, I think this would actually be a good one if we could get some listener feedback on okay. their thoughts, because I mean, it, it's it's really it's it's an academic question. This this case took place God, hundreds of years ago, maybe even a thousand years ago in what was then ancient Persia. 
Although oh, that's not, ex yeah, okay. I mean, that's not exactly specific because no, it's that's a, very a large that's a empire. large area. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That yeah, enc it encompassed part of Europe and everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All of the Middle East, parts of North Africa, yeah. Yeah. parts of Asia. Yeah. Large, large empire. So it's not exactly specific. But right. I, so, so whether this person is a mass murder or not, it's really neither, neither here nor there, but still just a good question. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. I, mean, right. I don't like mass murder. That wait, let me get that straight. I did, yeah, you know you, what I mean. Well, okay. right, right. We just had to. You had to clarify, just yeah, just to be definitely, sure. Definitely, definitely had sure. to clarify that. Yeah. Yes, because it, it was a question. It was a legitimate question whether you did or not. I don't blame you. Yeah. So let's start. All right. Yeah. All right. What so, happened? like I said, this this took place in what is what was then ancient Persia, and there there is a lot. There's actually quite a bit of direct evidence on this case there are reports from from that time that were given at, at the time witnesses mm -hmm. who were interviewed and it's it's really nice to have that much documentation and not just that much documentation that was that was collected but documentation that was preserved and preserved in translation so that's crazy i really love how this case is so well documented and how well it survived hmm. Well, they, they, I think they were one of the earliest civilizations that really did a lot of um, serious documentation. So it stands to reason, but still that it survived this long mm -hmm. is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I think you're right. They, they, they did document, they were really, really great at documenting and they had a very, very strong uh, law enforcement. I don't want to say perspective, but law and law enforcement presence, culture. I guess, a, culture, a, a culture of a culture of laws and, and rules yes, and yes, and they were and they were okay. they were written down. They were, you know, it wasn't just like each town has its own laws and then, you know, you can you can right. set out a hue and cry and maybe get somebody. There were right. actual written recorded laws that people in all parts or at least most parts of the empire were aware of because they were they were spread out. I mean, right. these, these documents were available to anybody. So really, so really kind of, so kind of, kind of contrary to the way it was in Europe in those days, mm -hmm. where it was much more lawless and mm -hmm. um, almost like the, the the wild west of the United States in the seventeen and eighteen hundreds, where you know each little area would would have their own laws and and behave in the way that they saw fit. Um, and you could, you could, you know, the town could get together and by popular opinion, uh, convict and hang someone mm -hmm. and, you know, that was fine. So this yeah. seems a little bit, a little bit more law and order. Yes. Yeah. Great, great description. Not the TV show because as any attorney will, no, that's will, different. Well, no, the TV show is really, really off base and nothing like that. Yeah, ever not, happens, realistic. But no. not realistic. Not <laughs> realistic. Although great, great to watch when you're, sure. when you're crying at home alone into your giant glass of wine after a long day in law school. Absolutely. So, yeah. Great, great show for that. This is really, really good example of what a society will do and how they will record things when there is a, a set of laws on the books. And when, when you have, I guess, a set of books that can record yeah. <laughs> both that re can record the law and record violations of the law and how those violations are dealt with. Interesting. Yeah. So this starts really ahead off, of their time. Oh, oh, so yeah, I mean, however many years ago this was just just really, really. So I mean, I, I would put them on par with where we are today. Maybe yeah. even a little better. 
Sounds like it. Well, I mean, not, not so much because they're still slavery. That's uh, yeah. That's that's going to bring you back a lot. That, that's and probably probably that's not capital punishments for yeah very small offenses as well. Yeah. So you know, I, I have to take back my earlier statement. Yeah. Uh, they are not just in just in organizational standards. Yes, uh, organizational standards. Some great. <laughs> um, social perspective and acceptance of capital punishment right and, and slavery wrong. not yeah. yeah not so much although we're we're um with the recent supreme court decisions i'm sure the supreme court would would approve so oh i'm sure yeah. yes well Maybe six right of them there. would six of them would yes approve. six, six yeah. would yeah yeah, yeah. No. from from their nice country clubs yes of course yeah. so this starts off with two brothers now okay. one of the brothers is fairly wealthy. You know, their father was a wealthy merchant. One of the brothers marries well, and he takes over the business. The other brother doesn't really marry that well. And he's just, he's now just like a poor, you know, poor woodcutter guy. You know, he's, okay. he's not, he, he did not follow the family business uh, gotcha. into the merchant field with all of its wealth. He's a blue, and, he's blue collar. Yeah. He's, okay. He's a blue collar guy, which is, which is fine. Okay. I mean, there's yeah. no indication that he was otherwise unhappy. There's no indication no. of any other. Just didn't follow the family business. Right, right. Yeah. And there's, there's, there's no, no evidence here that there's any type of um, dispute between he and his wife. So it, it really looks like from what I can see. Happy life. That, yeah, he was living happily. He was fine in his circumstances mm -hmm. and it really wasn't a big issue. Yeah. It was just something that I, I did note in the report because his family was fairly wealthy. I mean, his father mm -hmm. had a, had a fairly successful business that his brother took over. And it was just interesting to note that not only did he not have a part in the business, he had no access to those family funds. Hmm. Yeah. So there was a rift there, uh, maybe because he didn't want to go into the family business. I don't know if there was a rift or if he just wasn't as motivated. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Or maybe, maybe he was just a happy guy. Who knows? Different, different interests. Yeah. yeah. Could be, but so there are those two brothers, and um, one day the the younger brother, the poor brother, he's out, he's collecting, he you know he's doing his job, mm -hmm. and he sees a a large group of people. Uh, hang on, let me. There there's a number here, so there okay. is actually they they like I said these the records here are pristine, they're amazing. Wow. Um. So it looks like, yes. Uh. 40 there were there were 40 thieves and, and it, the word here wow. they use they translate wow specifically is thief um interesting and that word has been utilized in multiple languages and i see that it's been translated as thief every time so i'm gonna stick with that word i i don't understand okay. if these if the word thief is utilized specifically the way that we would define thief or if thief maybe well, yeah, had because, different connotations at that time, but the word thief is used. Because in those, in those days, uh, you could be a thief for very, very small things that we would ne not necessarily consider thievery mm -hmm. now. Um, question, uh, so you, they give the number, do they, did they list any of the names of these people? They don't. I, and I don't know if this group yeah. of 40 thieves just... Is it a was, gang? was a large it, it sounds like a gang i don't see a name for the gang i just okay. see the number and again a very very specific word being used thief so i don't know if maybe there's there's a cultural issue like thief is such a very negative word that it's it's 
it's utilized. So there's, you know, it's a, it's a large yeah. group. It's obviously yep. 40 people. And mm -hmm. instead of giving them or recording their names and their, the name of their organization, maybe mm -hmm. they were so awful that the law enforcement and those recording this didn't want to, to give their names and didn't want to honor them by naming them and just call uh, them a thief. I, I don't know. That makes that, that's, I'm, that's, that's, that's I'm thinking, very plausible. Looking, I mean, just looking at some of the other information here and some mm -hmm. of the, with, with some knowledge of, of culture from that time, I think right. that that could be a logical explanation. And th yeah, and thievery and dishonesty was a really one of the worst crimes you could commit mm -hmm. um, in that region uh, right. at, at that time. Even, even worse it, it was, than murder. In, yes, in some it was, cases, it was, in some cases. in some cases, yeah, because it was it was literally like being dishonest and stealing from a fellow you know, person in, in your society, mm -hmm. which was just like the ultimate, the ultimate evil. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, it, 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 it could it's, be. It's, it's, it because, sounds logical. Nowhere yeah. in any of the original documentation and, and nowhere in any of the notes or summaries or even uh, uh, comments on some of mm -hmm. the original, because there are comments on some of the original oh, documents. Wow. Nowhere are any of these 40 themes named um, and there is no name to their organization. Very so that's I, it's very curious. So that that's what makes me think maybe there's a reason for that. Yeah. And, and I'm I'm just I'm just going to go out on a limb and say we this this sounds like like an early version of a cartel. You know, it could be there was a lot of there there were very very violent people. Yeah, very or yeah, it sounds that's... very organized as All well. Right. Little, very, or, organized crime. Yeah, yeah, Form of organized, organized, crime. organized crime. Yeah. So yeah. So this this young man is um, he's out working and he overhears these these 40 thieves and they are on their way uh, on their way out and he follows them and he sees them go to this cave and at first the cave is he doesn't realize it's a cave it's, it's sealed but he hears them uh, say these words and I don't know if if it was like early Alexa but no. <laughs> but but for <laughs> however however this worked, these these words or as they call it magic but we all know you know this isn't a fairy tale yeah. so it's not right. magic exactly. but they they said they said that this, these two words uh and, and i'm i'm always able to remember it because i love i love sesame's open sesame and where know, in the so, world so so I've crazy heard that so term weird before yeah i have and heard that term before i wonder i wonder if you've heard that term referencing this case I mean, this case was so well documented oh. and it has been around for so long. And, and I, I would think that it's been studied quite a bit. So maybe you heard it in reference to this case. I'm pretty sure like when, when we would pull up to the garage, my dad would always say open sesame huh? before hitting the, the, the button. Interesting. Maybe, maybe he had uh, some reference to this too. He might've heard of this case before. Yeah. Or, or at least maybe in the public discourse, I'm sure there's, there must be some document documentary on this or some dissertation yeah. or, or, or both, maybe multiple. And it's probably yeah. just in public discourse. Well, and, and but do, is there anything there that says what that means? I mean, does a, is a, I know sesames come from that part of the world, but I mean, there, it must, it must come from somewhere. That must be like a, a, a term, uh, a bit of lexicon from the time. I, that I people would say this. It might be. I don't know for sure because that 
issue is not discussed in these documents. Interesting. So I don't okay. know if that was just a common saying or, and, and the recorders just didn't bother explaining it because it was so commonly known. I, I that's, it sounds like it was a common saying mm -hmm. of the time. Yeah. But so these, uh, the leader of these 40 thieves said open sesame and the rock face moved or was able to, to move aside and mm -hmm. they entered this cave. Now this man sees what's going on and he sees what's in this cave and it's all, it, it's, it's loot. It's all of the, oh, wow. the spoils of their thievery of these, of these 40 thieves sure. thievery, because obviously, you know, the mafia cartel, whatever they're engaging in this illicit activity to make money, right. to, to get wealthy. And, uh, and, and apparently these 40 thieves are very successful. Interesting. Mm. So these 40 thieves leave, uh, this man is able to stay in the cave and take a bag of, take a bag of gold home and just help uh -oh. out his circumstances. Yeah. I mean, I, I kind of, you I, don't steal from a uh, organized crime. You, you no. don't, you don't, but he didn't steal very much. It sounds like okay. from, from the description, it sounds like it was just, I, I don't know. Imagine a, a bank vault filled with gold and jewels, kind of like um, a couple of coins, okay. right? Kind of like those, some of those old cartoons with what is it? Right. Darkwing Duck or, or Donald Duck. Or pi this... Pirates of the Caribbean. Yes. Yeah. Just a At giant Disney. room filled yeah. with gold and jewels and you take a bag and eh, no one's going to know. Yeah. So he does that. He gets home. He and his wife, um, you know, they don't have any scales, so they don't actually know how much they have. But his, mm -hmm. his brother does. So he borrows a scale from his brother. Um, now, here's where it gets a little iffy. And here's where I think this this is the, the catalyst. This is the start of all of the, the negative, negative activity that ends up leading to mass murder. So as I said, the, the other brother took over the merchant business is very wealthy married well his it sounds like his wife is um very similar to him and they're both very driven by money you know they would have done very well in the 80s where greed is good gotcha and this the the wife the brother's wife um wants to know why you know this this blue collar worker why her her brother-in-law needs this this large scale like why why would they you know he's never sure. needed it before so why would he need it now so she's able to to put some material on the scale and stick whatever he's weighing so she can just so she can see later kind of like a recording sure. you know she just wants to know oh, okay she wants to know and when she gets a scale back she sees that there's a gold coin on it so that Ooh. is very right right it's very very triggering That's a mistake like, Right. Yeah. Now, now she wants to know why, where, where, where does gold come from? Why do you have so much gold? You know, this is someone who right is a blue who collar worker. Yeah. Right, blue collar worker. You know, maybe he was he had in the past tried to weigh grain, not doing that mm -hmm. this time. So she tells her husband, and um, they they get the young man, and um, under pressure, he tells them what he saw, and now they mm. know. Yeah, and now they know about the cave and all of the 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 jewels the jewels and gold the spoils this, right the spoils of thievery in this cave so this is this is kind of where it gets bad uh the brother goes to the cave he takes i i guess at that time a donkey you know we would take a car it's a large car but he takes 
he takes the desert donkey he, yeah he, he travels there with the intent of collecting a lot of uh-oh a lot of jewelry a lot of gold to really up his own wealth because now he's, he's does it he's, he's greedy still, he's greedy yeah but does it mention there that um has has the other brother the 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 poorer brother who first found this cave has he and and does it does it mention and i mean i'm guessing I'm guessing he's kind of a perpetrator at this point because he has stolen stolen goods mm -hmm. but um does it mention in there if he has relayed to his brother that this is owned by some sort of you know gang or organized crime or cartel or something does he does he mention this to him i i think it does it doesn't specifically mention that in any of the first-hand documents some of the summaries reviewing this and putting in their own their own take on it do imply that he mentioned it and i would mm. think you know reading all this documentation and really reading these summaries and synopsis i would think that he relayed who owns the cave because Interesting. this this brother this wealthy brother went there um at a time when the thieves were gone he knew the the words to get the cave to open and he knew that he had to get get in and out, I guess, fairly quickly, or at least may, maybe not fairly quickly, but he knew that he had to be there at a certain time. So it that sounds like he had think. no. Yeah, but it sounds like he had no fear of this of this organized crime group. I don't Does, know. Did he, because of his wealth, do you think he felt protected somehow, or maybe, or or maybe he just was so greedy, or or the the lore. Yeah of hard to know the amount of money he could make so quickly was more yeah. than his fear yeah, i don't i don't possible. know you know he's he he wasn't interviewed uh so right. so i don't know well yeah i mean people do really stupid things out of greed so yeah 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 so he goes there and um i mean i i'm assuming he you know i'm assuming he forgot how to get back out you know, so the, the cave, the cave oh. doors close and you have to say, you have to say, you have to say the words to get it to back open, but right. that never happened. So I'm assuming just looking at, oh. looking at what happened, I'm assuming he was able to get in and wasn't able to get out because he goes in and then the next that his family hears from him, um, is well, well he, 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 he disappears. He's gone. Oh, wow. Yeah. He's, he's gone. Um, he never comes back he never there's no message from him so eventually mm. the the younger brother goes back out and sees that his brother has been caught and his brother was killed oh, and wow. yeah yeah and and is now um is has now been dismembered and and the different parts Oof. yeah very gruesome so i that's why initially looking at this and looking at the title of these these 40 thieves i thought they're not a, just thieves exactly that i thought that that's a very odd way to describe them yeah especially with what they end up doing but so that, that that's sort of what made me think that maybe thief was had, had a lot of different connotations sure sure that it. makes sense but yeah so the brother is found his body's dismembered and the parts are, are left in front of the cave. So that makes me think that he was caught by the thieves, you know, so he, he obviously got in, he wasn't able to get out. So that's why I think wow. he didn't remember the words to get out. He was caught. Uh, mm -hmm. These thieves 
killed him and then probably left his body in front as a message to anybody else. I mean, why else would they leave him in front? Why right. not just dispose of the body? Right, exactly. So that's definitely a message. Yeah. So his his brother, you know, the one who's still alive, obviously, mm-hmm. collects collects the parts, brings him home. And um, this is this is where it gets kind of interesting. So unfortunately, this brother is dead, but mm-hmm. you know the family's pretty afraid. I mean, even today, yeah, well, people are afraid of cartels, sure. people are afraid of mafias. So you don't yeah. really want to go and maybe report them to police, or you're, you're kind right. of nervous about whether they would come after you as well. Well, and and the perp- the perpetrators now know um, who they are, probably where they live. Not as a, not yet. So I mean, in today, yeah, you know, you carry your ID with you, and and you know, someone can right. just open up your wallet, look at your ID. Back then, they didn't really have standardized ID. It was just you know, just be some guy, and unless you're local and you know this person, you won't. So know. it's a big. It's probably a bigger city then. That I, I would think so. Yes. Yeah. Especially wow. you know, because I would think it's a bigger city. Yes, because if it's a small town chances are yeah. someone's going to know someone else and you're going to exactly. be able to identify exactly. but if you can't identify that's, this see, person, that's, and that's what i just assumed yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah hmm. so the, they take them home and um they are pretty nervous at least i i believe they're pretty nervous so they find a way to make it seem like this brother died of natural causes in this way Ugh. no law enforcement's going to get involved these these thieves right. aren't going to know died and hopefully the family will be okay um now the brother the wealthy brother had and this is where i think things are pretty awful had servants and slaves Mm. yeah and there's well i'm not feeling bad for him right no no not at all and there's this one woman who was one of his slaves very very intelligent woman so i can only Mm -hmm. think that maybe she was she was a victim educated educated prior to being caught i mean in that time slaves were people who were um conquered so i can only imagine that maybe you know she was educated prior to right. some you know the persian army conquering her her town or her village or her city could be yep but she was so she's very intelligent and she had an idea and um it started off with a plan. So she went to an apothecary to get medication and then spread the word that, that this brother was ill. You know, he's not in town anymore because mm-hmm. he's just, he's just sick. They then hired someone blindfold him so that he wasn't aware of where he was going, who he was helping, but hired someone to stitch the pieces back together. And eventually oh, between, gruesome. yeah, very gruesome, but eventually between the, the, the gossip that this person was ill, the medication that was purchased, um, they were able to say that he died of his illness and were able to bury oh. him. Now that he's all stitched together, bury him and nobody nobody was wiser. Was yeah. Wow. And they thought, you know, Ooh. now now things are okay. We can hopefully begin to move on with our lives. Kind of like what what someone would think, you know, it's a terrible, terrible thing that happened, but Maybe we can move on. Yeah. Not, not really, because Ugh. when the forty thieves, well, somebody's going to figure it out. Yeah, exactly. The body's gone, so obviously right. someone had to take the body. Somebody now, got in there to get the body out. No, no, the body was outside. 
but that but oh, they were right. outside they the, the cave. Oh, sure. Which somebody means, was somebody was in the area. Right. Someone was there. Ooh. Someone knows where the cave is. That's a problem. So yeah. these forty thieves start trying to find out who who took the body. Who knows? Right. And they find out that um, this this man in town has just recently died. <sighs> they find the the person who stitched him together and hear that you know this person had to stitch a body back together and they put two and two together and they realize who who their victim was and who his family is so they start looking around and they are able to find his home and just like cartels do today Mm -hmm. and other organized criminal organizations do today they don't want any loose ends they want everyone out so they start marking the house, but wow. like I said, this this woman, she is she's a slave woman, she, and she's mm-hmm. described in every single recording as a slave woman. But that's such that has so many negative connotations. It's yeah. such so, so yeah. awful. Uh, but she she overhears this and right. she sees this one of the thieves mark the home where they live so oh no right to kind of kind of mark the home and and so that right. the other thieves can see what home it is so after he leaves she marks all the other homes around them with the same marking and that Oof. way the thieves won't know i mean she's an incredibly intelligent woman very clever right so uh they're the family's okay family's totally fine at that point and Ugh. yeah um the next time another thief comes by starts marking the home again different marks but marks mm-hmm. the home again she does the same thing she sees them she notices this mark she marks all the homes in the area with the same mark oh wow and everyone and everyone is clever. okay very girl oh so clever everyone's okay yeah. again now this last mm-hmm. time it seems like maybe the leader of this gang got wise to what was going on so mm-hmm. this next time there are no marks and i can only assume that the leader probably looks around, memorizes things, identifies oh, yeah. the house without having yeah, to yeah, mark yeah. it, you know, because mm-hmm. obviously marking it before it didn't work. Mm. So he leaves. Now this this woman, she knows something's coming up. She she sees there's no marks, but she knows something is coming mm-hmm. up. Soon after, there is a, a cart, several carts that come by with 37 large jars of oil now oil is very common you light every, you light your lamps with oil you cook right. with oil i mean different kinds but you cook with oil oil is is ubiquitous to this point like you need it to survive right. so, and, and it's interesting that they that they that they remark the exact number of jars too well and here's here's what i think happened and this is why i think that number is very important so remember, we were talking about how there were 40 thieves. Mm-hmm. This time around, there are only 37 jars and one right. driver, which means there are only 38 thieves at this point. Prior to this, Ooh. there were two, two attempts to mark the home that both failed. So I think... Oh, wow. I think that the two individuals who attempted to mark the home on those different occasions... I think they were killed. I think they were they were taken out. See, this is this is where this is where your expertise in law really comes into play because I I didn't even think that didn't occur to me. I mean, this is this is this is a violent group. It's not uncommon for violence within the ranks to occur. Uh, 
you know, they failed at their task. That's what I think. Oh, I mean, you, there, sounds, there, it's very, it there's a very logical. specific number. It's, it's written down. There's 37. There's one right. driver, which means there's 38 people total. We're missing two right. people. And these records are very clear. They are very detailed. I don't right. think in this number, I don't think anyone would have messed up accident. this number. Right. It's not by accident. See, and that, and that, that struck me instantly that that number of the 38 jars, because I mean, that they would have written this down was very, very telling. And, you know, it was so close to the number 40. I'm thinking, what's up there? Mm -hmm. But it never occurred to me. And yes, if it is an organized crime gang, which it appears it is, their failure to complete the task most likely would have ended in murder. Mm -hmm. now, I don't I don't know for sure. There's no right. There's sure. no evidence. This, this is a guess on our part. Body, bodies weren't found, so I don't right. know for sure. I don't know if they were just told to leave, if they were. But it's logical behind. from from right. what you've it's read. It's completely logical, and it's completely logical yeah. that the bodies would have been disposed of in a very discreet way because well, and nobody would have missed them because nobody knew who they were. Right, exactly. So it's not surprising that there's no report, and it's right. it's not surprising there's no report of a random body found. Right, exactly. They wouldn't. They wouldn't have let that happen. Right. So I, that's why I, I think these two yeah. individuals were killed Sounds by, by their, by, by some of the other thieves. By their, by their, mm -hmm. by gang. their gang. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. Well, so yeah. as we've already discussed, this woman is very clever. She's very intelligent and she sees 37 jars and, and she realizes something's a little bit fishy. The timing's a little bit off or however, however her thinking goes. Mm -hmm. she realizes who they really are what's really going on and and this is where i really want some some listener feedback on this she kills all 37 of the thieves in those jars what mm -hmm. she kills them all i mean they're all in oil jars and she pours sure. and, hot and, oil and, 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 on all of them and they all die Ah, yes. Now I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm guessing in just, just from what I little, <laughs> little, what little I know of this situation and, and, and what I know from my travels to that region, um, I, I just want to remind our listeners, an oil jar is not like a little glass jar of oil. These would be huge ceramic jars, um, that would, that would be transporting oil. So these, these men would have, and I'm assuming they're men, cause it just says thieves. It, it could have been some women too, but these people would have been, you know, it's not like they shrunk. Um, th these are life-size jars mm -hmm. that these people hid in. So it, it really interesting. So that's very clever of her. Very clever. Yeah. I mean, and these are giant jars. I mean, this person is purporting to be an oil merchant. So it makes sense to have right. these large jars with this much oil because sure. you're going to be selling large amounts of oil to a large number of people. So you need that much oil and you need these right. giant ceramic jars. Well, and not only that, even even if you look at organized crime today, uh, they're they're always involved in some legitimate business, which then launders their money. So, um, selling oil was a it was a large commodity. It was it was something you know required. It, it would have been a very expensive commodity as well. So, yes, as an oil merchant, their their legitimate business, they would have had these. 37 40 jars of oil absolutely yeah yeah now 
this woman, she, so she kills them. She has a, she has hot oil herself and it, and anyone who's ever cooked with oil in a pan Oof, yeah. is aware of, of how hot and, and burning, just even a little tiny, tiny bit, tiny speck Absolutely. of it oil. Sticks. sticks. Yeah. Yeah. So just imagine boiling yeah. hot oil poured on you. Of course it's, it's mm, fatal. It's a bad burn. It's going to be fatal. Bad burn. Yeah. But see, here's, here's why I'm not sure if, if this would qualify as a mass murder because it's 37 people at once so she's over that number of three right but she only she kills them because they are currently in town with the intent to kill the the family of mm. the family of right. you know, the dead man the dead right, brother right, right. and the brother who's still alive yeah. who initially discovered the cave that the blue collar worker brother their intent is to go and kill everyone so she's killing them before they kill her they can kill the fam wow so it, i mean wow that's that's not it's not, not well i mean that might be that's homicide but is it but it's murder? not it's not self-defense it's not self-defense is it though i mean t today today we wouldn't consider it self-defense because she's not directly involved in a confrontation right but on the other hand they've already made two attempts to locate and identify this family they've already killed one member of the family Two attempts to locate and kill the rest of the family both failed. Right. This is now a third attempt, and they're all involved. So she knows that should should they be able to locate this family, the family is going to die, and she's presumably part of this family, even against her will, but is still part of right the home. She would so have been she, murdered. So she would have been murdered as well. Sure. Yeah. So is now, this really? Is it justifiable? Is, is it self-defense? I mean, in, in their point of view, would they consider it self-defense? Like preemptive well, murder more, to, to prevent right. her murder? Is there more information or is that, was that all we have? That's all we have. She, okay, she kills so, them. We know that she kills them. So my question is, um, well, first of all, is, is she the victim or is she the perpetrator? Really hard to say. I mean, yeah. these were criminals. However, she's not deputized. She's mm -hmm. not law enforcement. Now, on your with your personal experience and your professional opinion, what would you charge her with, or would you charge her at all? I mean, I would imagine you in today's laws, you would have to charge her with something. Yes. Yeah. But what? I, manslaughter. Yeah, maybe. I, I think. I think possibly manslaughter. Um, and and I say that because I think. It's, it's, not, it's obviously it's not negligent homicide and some jurisdictions no. don't even have that on the books some do and so for the right. jurisdictions that do have negligent homicide this does not meet the requirements so potentially yeah. manslaughter and then her defense would be to argue that it was justifiable or that it was not justifiable because that's not really defense but it uh self-defense that, that she engaged in this in self-defense yeah. now today that argument I think would have a very difficult time working. She's very sympathetic. Mm -hmm. I believe uh, a jury would empathize with her, but right. the fact that, at least for us, she she acted when these individuals were hiding in a jar. They were not confronting her. They were right. somewhat vulnerable in their enclosed spaces. And right. she she took an action that ensured their death and ensured they would not be able to escape those enclosed spaces 
would make it very hard for her, I think, today to avoid a conviction. However, so I say that today, but in right. her time, so we, we know that she killed them because there are reports where she gave her statement and she admitted to killing them. She provided the information herself to, to, to authorities on what she did. Yeah. And she wasn't charged You know, they're, they're, with all of the records they have. There are no records of her being charged with their murder or her being charged with any, with any type of crime. So well, I, you know, it, it just, it, it don't want me to interrupt you here, but this is a really interesting point you're bringing up because back in the day, in those years, eye for an eye was very much a law and it was permissible to do eye for an eye. So even though they weren't directly threatening, so there's no self-defense, her boss member of the household had been murdered. Mm -hmm. And they so, had made two attempts to locate the to, rest of exactly, the household. Exactly. So the eye for an eye law would have probably come into play. Mm -hmm. Now, of course, we don't have that law today. Right. But in, in, in at that day and time, that was a law on the books, eye for an eye. I mean, it was, it was a written law in the books, eye for an eye. So I... You know, today, today, yes, it would have been a crime. Back then, it obviously right. wasn't. And she and her, well, the, the home, I guess the household, I don't want to say she and her family because she wasn't. Right, right. Um, but, but the family of, of the dead brother and, and the, the other yeah. brother and his wife and, and now the, the widow, right. they all survived and all of their kids survived and, and they survived. So after this, um, the brother who's still alive, you know, now, mm -hmm. now he's, I guess he inherits what's left since he's the only brother left. Yeah, yeah. He inherits and, and, um, because this woman was so instrumental, I mean, she literally saved all of them. Yeah. She's, she's freed. So she is now a freed woman. She has her own choice to do what she wants to do, but she does end up staying with the family. Um, and maybe because now this, this That's other Stockholm brother, syndrome <laughs> or maybe, yes. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe this other brother is now in charge and she realizes that he's a, where else she, is she going to go? Where else is she going to yeah. go? And now she's getting paid. You know, now she's a freed right. woman. Right. She can work right. for a wage. Her status she, has been elevated. Yeah. Yeah. She's not, she's not property. <laughs> right. Which is a whole, whole other issue. But um, yeah. at this point she has a choice. And so she chooses to stay with them, which is a very, very good thing. Um, so some time passes and as I said, this, this brother who's still alive, he is now wealthy since he's inherited the, the other brother's estate and the estate's mm -hmm. fairly large since this other brother had inherited the father's estate in that, that successful right. business. So this brother's fairly wealthy and they are just celebrating, you know, there's like a. I don't know, a, a celebration, sort of birthday, something, celebration, something yeah. or other. Yeah. 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 And, um, now I, I just said that she killed 37 of the thieves that still leaves right. one left. Oh, the driver. Mm -hmm. <gasps> uh oh, he's still there. So at this celebration, a, a man comes in, it's invited. It's kind of open and this woman recognizes him. She knows who he is. Mm. 
she knows he was he was a leader of this cartel. He was the driver. Wow. She'd seen him before. Mm-hmm. She remembered. So she can't just go up to him. She can't confront him. Right. Um, but what she can do is is try to gather some information and, and find out what's going on. So at this point, she's not only is she a very intelligent woman, but she is also a talented dancer. And she starts dancing. And at this point in time, there were all different types of dances. Some involved weapons in a very ceremonial dance. Others involved other props. But at this point, she she does what has been described as a a sword dance. Um, Interesting. I don't know what that is. Love to see it. Yeah, Yeah. I'd love to see it. I don't I don't know what it is, but Mm -hmm. the documents describe it as a sword dance. There's no description on what the dance was, how Mm -hmm. it looked, whether the swords were ceremonial or sharp or like it's normally ceremonial. Right. So I think it's just it's up for a guess now. And I'm assuming because because it was such a common dance or, or maybe Maybe not common, but at least well known at that point. There's a cultural no dis- dance right. of the area, yeah. right? There's no description of it because the people mm-hmm. writing this, contemporaneous to the issue, know what it is. Would have known what it was exactly, and right. that leaves the rest of us now, however many years later, guessing. But yeah. so she she starts doing the sword dance, and she gets to him, and uh, I guess I guess at that point she decided let's just let's just take care of this, and she uses the sword that she has. It it is sharp. And she stabs him and she kills him. Does she get charged this time? She doesn't. Now, it does look like wow. she almost got in trouble. It, it, I mean, this is, this is you know, imagine right. this. It's a celebration for, for this man. You know, he's lost his brother mm-hmm. and he's now inherited the estate. He's fairly wealthy. It's a celebration right. for him. There are all these people there. There's food. There's dancing. It's just this. this but this guy, this guy cheerful... showed up with the, this guy showed up with the intention of revenge. He did. I, I mean, I yeah. I would think so. You know, his entire no, his sure. entire sure. cartel, his whole crew is gone. Yeah. Everyone's yeah. dead. Yeah. Right yeah. now, granted, he probably killed two of them, but the other Fair thirty-seven enough. are dead. Right. So I would think yes. Yeah, you you don't become a leader of a of a very no. violent cartel and then just By walking decide away. to go <laughs> right yeah. and then just decide no. to walk away. No, yeah. so yeah, no. I th- I think it's a very good logical assumption. Yeah. Um. So she kills him in the middle of the celebration, and mm. you know, obviously that would just be that would be pretty bad. Yeah. But she is able to to explain who he is and and show everyone who he is, and thankfully. Some of the other people there recognize him and can corroborate her claim that he mm, actually fantastic. is the leader of this organization. And I think they came to the same conclusion that you just did, that you're not going to yeah. be a leader of a, of a violent organization wow. and then just walk away. So the only reason that is he would be at this celebration. Insane that mm-hmm. they would, you know, it's insane that they would have figured that out. But at the same time, I mean, isn't it likely that she would have told them after the fact this was the leader of the group? Yeah. I, I would think she would have done that. Yeah. And she she did. And others there were able to corroborate yeah. her yeah. her statement. Yeah. Her story. Yeah. yeah. And wow. and yeah, so she she was not charged. She was not charged with the crime. Yeah. In fact, um, she was well, so in the documents they they 
I've seen the words rewarded. Um, yeah, the the word the words oh, well, that they yeah. use is, is rewarded, and and the reward was marrying this this one of the this man's son. So I oh, guess at this point, this son, I know, I know, but <laughs> but the son is going to inherit all the money. So okay, yeah. fine. Yeah, and, and it's the maybe, time. It's yeah, the time it's the we time. gotta put ourselves in. Yeah. Yeah, it's the time. And it, he he is the son of at least the the formerly yeah. blue collar worker, the one who oh, is apparently the nicer guy. probably hopefully nicer. Yeah. So you know the kid was probably raised well. Yeah. That would, we can hope. Yeah, yeah. We can only hope. Yeah, especially since well, the word the word used here is reward. So I would hope. Yeah, know? exactly. Exactly. That is what a crazy story yeah yeah J i mean just mass murder what a crazy the yeah and, but can but can we i mean it is mass murder but not on the psychopathic level mm -hmm. i mean that's what we would call it today mm -hmm. but can we use our right our our perspective our, our glasses today. yeah and she wasn't yeah. charged. Like I said, there was, she was never right. charged. Right. Wow. Yeah. That was, that was, that was an, that's an incredible mm -hmm. case. Mm -hmm. That is wild. Bonkers. Well, thank you for sharing this one. I, I, I loved it. I mean, I, I love the fact that, um, yeah, I mean, yes, they, they did, um, they did murder somebody, mm -hmm. this, this, this group, this gang, but, um, you know, I hate to say this, it wasn't my favorite person. Uh, but, you know, it, someone was murdered, but this eye for an eye law came into play. And this woman just rectified the whole situation. That's uh, amazing. Mm -hmm. it, it's, it's a powerful story for women that, you know, you're, you're not weak, you you have power. Um, you, you have, and even, and we're talking in those years for a woman to have any power. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. So it is a good tale for, um, women to understand that this case really represents, uh, something that they can, you know, be proud of that a woman took a stand, um, how she did it. Not so much, but again, we have to put ourselves in time and place and when she committed those acts it was legal it was an eye for an eye mm -hmm. and therefore of course not charged very powerful thing for a woman to have done yeah yeah definitely hmm. wow well thank you so much that was this was this was fascinating again i i, I think this is almost one of my favorite cases that you've found. Yeah. This is, this is, this was wild. Yeah. And, and it looks like her, her boss. Well, not, I don't want to say her boss because. Right. He was not her, he, he yeah. wasn't. No. She, I mean, I guess her, her father-in-law, I guess. Father-in-law, sure. Yeah. At this point. At, yeah. at the, by the end. Yeah. Her father-in-law just went to live a normal life and, um, passed on, huh. passed on the, the estate to his son. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You could almost say they lived happily ever after in this case. I guess you could. Yeah. His, uh, I mean, that's, that's kitschy, but you know, you know, yeah, but it's, I guess, I guess. Does anybody live happily ever after? But yeah, yeah, it, essentially. Yeah. Because we don't have any more reports. Right. You know, this is right. This is where the case ends. Yeah. And, this, yeah. this man, um, Alibaba, 
he just he he just lived. is that the father yeah no 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 the the one who who the, found the cave oh sorry so the father-in-law the father-in-law mm -hmm. yeah alibaba uh, yeah yeah huh. well, i he think found I, but i think ollie is a, a common name yes for the time yeah it's interesting that they that they that they put down his name but they don't mention i get i get why they didn't mention the thieves but but they don't mention her name although okay oh, no her name they do mention her name oh they several do reports yes so she when she was when she was giving her statement well so both her and alibaba gave their statements mm -hmm. um her name is uh morjana and they do they do record her name which i thought was very interesting huh that is wild. I, 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 but so what is the, is it, is it, is this like, well, there wasn't really a case because they didn't charge her. So there's no like, you know, um, uh, Baba versus the state or the state versus Baba or anything like that. Right. And the thieves um, are dead. So you can't really the have are dead. state versus 40 thieves. And there's no civil case that ended up ensuing no i mean you can't yeah. sue a dead person right right crazy yeah. this was a really interesting case thank you so much for bringing that yeah i, I just i am fascinated and I, I felt like you know you're watching all of these murder documentaries here's you know here's another Timely. one here's another one Timely. yeah wild yeah although wild. at least at least this one didn't end up in a conviction and the people that were demised or let's say um done away with mm -hmm. were were terrible people yeah now today doesn't really matter it's we're not talking about the victim the victim no. is not on trial at no. least they shouldn't be although as we we know you know they can be right but the victim is not on trial but at that point in time in that society yeah they they kind of were Kind of perpetrator work. becomes victim yeah yeah and, and uh, yeah so you know looking at this i don't know was Merjana ever really a perpetrator or was she no was she not. a survivor was she someone survivor. who could have potentially been a victim but was able to to circumvent that thought ahead oh she absolutely would have been a victim yeah crazy all right. Well, thanks so much for, for joining me again. It's always so much fun when you bring me these cases. It's, it's just, ah, I think about them all week. I gotta tell you, I think I, you know, sometimes I go on the internet and I ask auntie Google some things, but I, I really, I really, I love these. This is, this is just fascinating. And I'm so into true crime. It's just like a passion for me too. Oh, I yeah. just, you know, I watch documentaries and stuff all day, all the time. And this one is, I bet you anything you could probably go online and find some documentaries on this because the the, the term open I'm sesame. I'm gonna try. I mean, it's so it's so common. Yeah, I've heard it's gotta it before. Be. I've heard yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, I've heard it before. Yeah. Wow. All right. Well, thanks so much, and thanks, listeners. And uh, we will see you next week, and I'll see you next week. Yeah. And to all our listeners, more, more, more. if you want, uh, send us some messages on on what you think. If um, if Marjana really was a mass murder, if if you would have, you know, if you were an attorney or, or if you were someone in her time, if you would have charged her, you know, I want to know. So I'm just, I think, I think Curious. We, we have, yeah, we have an opinion on it, but it's, it's, it's an opinion. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. 
Love to hear from you. All right. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. Thanks, Alyssa. Mm -hmm. See you next week. Yeah. See ya. Bye.